Your self-doubt does not define who you are or what you are capable of. Hi guys, welcome to Journey with Friends with Jamie, Cindy, and it's me, Dawn. Hi, hey Dawn. Hey Jamie. <laughs> hey, it's me, Dawn. Hey Cindy. I like that intro. We're gonna do that from now on. Guess who this is? It's me, Cindy Luhu. And I am confident that it's me. I, oh, look at you. <laughs> Power posing up in here. Power. I was listening to this lady, Amy Cuddy, who does a TED Talk about power posing. Basically, you know, explaining that confidence is also in your posture. Pull your shoulders back, head up, chest out. Sometimes you just have to fool yourself into to believing that you can. Sometimes we just doubt it. That's all. Yes, I totally get it. It's just about self-doubt, about not feeling good enough. How many people can you tell don't have confidence because when you see them, they're all stooped over or looking down at the ground, twiddling with their hands? Now, Definitely what's, true. what's really Definitely. funny is I actually performed each one of those movements right now. <laughs> <laughs> These days we're going to have to actually <laughs> be on video, but it, it's true. You've got to, you know, feel the part, walk the part, show the part. It's like they said, fake it till you make it. I don't know if I, I like that quote so much, but it's kind of true. You just have to, to do it. It'll happen. You can make yourself believe it. Faking it till you make it doesn't mean that I'm going to walk out and tell someone I'm a brain surgeon, come here, lay down on the table, and I'll take care of your problem. <laughs> know that there's something I'm proficient in or something that I am studying, and I feel like I have a voice. Like in podcasting, I haven't told people that I'm a podcaster, but I've been one for almost a year. You know what I mean? So yeah, whether I'm good, bad, or indifferent, the fact is, yes, I podcast, therefore I am a podcaster. <laughs> I'm part of a women's group for managers in my company. And like quarterly, they'll do just seminars and have guest speakers. And so the seminar next month is based on imposter syndrome. So really just women who feel like they're not good enough in a role or question their abilities. It's true. So true. I think, Dawn, did you find some kind of statistic that said this was more predominant with women? Because I, I find it to be true, too, that women are just more susceptible to not believing in themselves. I have not seen the actual statistics, but there's some other podcasts out there, one called, excuse my French, it's unfuck yourself or unfuck oh. your brain. Sorry, your brain. And that's part of their description about empowerment as well. And they, you know, call out imposter syndrome. So mm -hmm. I think it's pretty prevalent. Mm, I think it is. I know even myself, you know, in certain situations, I really am qualified for something, but for the people that are in that meeting or at that particular job, I somehow feel like I'm not equal to, you know, the quality or the education or the experiences 
as the other people. And I have to kind of just fake myself out and get over that hurdle. Cause I totally feel that way. Like I shouldn't be here. I'm not qualified. Somebody's going to figure me out. That's the other part that you're scared that, that someone will see through your mm-hmm. facade, but probably you got hired for that position because they thought you were qualified. So we're called to the table because we have something to offer, right? Or you're in a business or running a business or starting a business because you know that there's something that you have to add to that community. But we're so afraid to just say in certain situations, I don't know. That doesn't mean that you suck. It just means that you don't know that particular thing. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we have to remember that there are people in the same arena with us that are more than happy to share their knowledge. And the quickest way to get somewhere is to ask directions of somebody who's already there. If someone has already driven to D.C. a thousand times, if I go to them and say, well, how do I get to this landmark? They can tell me immediately. There's no reason for us to feel ashamed of the things that we don't know yet. And that doesn't disqualify us from what we're trying to do. I think in so many situations, we try to overcompensate to prove that we belong there, that Mm -hmm. we deserve this position or whatever it may be. And so that self-doubt, I think sometimes, you know, in different situations just kind of creeps in there. But I know it, it happens to me a lot. You know, I've, I go through these cycles where there'll be times where I'm super confident, no issues. And then other times I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and that's okay. That's the amazing thing. We gain credibility when we are able to tell people we don't know. Because if we don't know, we're going to find out. Right. This is- I, and sometimes maybe that's where the imposter syndrome comes in is people are afraid to admit what they don't know. <laughs> so they try to make something up. And that's the <laughs> one thing you can't do. People see through fluff. Yes. Yeah. It only lasts so long. You can only right. take that so far. People see through that. But at the same time, you're right, Dawn. I think that there's there's just something about not accepting your greatness. And I'll tell you, and this is just crazy this summer or last summer, I actually, or last fall. Sorry. It's all a blur. We don't know. <laughs> I'm telling you one day last year, <laughs> <laughs> we had a competition, a national competition. And one of my portraits was actually selected to be in this book that professional photographers of America publishes every year. And as excited as I was, I was also thinking at the same time, wow, I can't believe they picked it. There's so many in that book that are so good. I wonder if people are going to say, well, how did she get in there? You know what I mean? Yes. Like, why? Why even put myself through it? The fact is, there was an image that I saw that I, you know, I stalked this this glade of trees. (laughs) And I just thought there was something so beautiful about the simplicity. It was winter. They didn't have any leaves on them. And there was beauty in that simplicity. And the judges saw what I saw. 
So why take that away from myself? I wonder too, part of it is you get a position that is maybe in the past been, you know, male dominated and all that, and you don't feel like you're, you're as qualified, but the flip side of it is, is that because you're a woman, you're not expected to be all proud and grandiose and confident. They expect you to be like, oh, look, I'm so lucky to be here with you. <laughs> so you almost feel kind of guilty to be assertive and proud mm-hmm. and all that because mm-hmm. it's not the role that's intended for you or perceived. I think that's part of it too. And it's taken differently. Mm-hmm. A woman behaving exactly the way a man does oh, is 100%. not acceptable. Not acceptable. 100%. Especially where you are, Dawn, in corporate America, (laughs) completely different, right? You're hysterical. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. A man can flip his lid and it's, oh, the passion that he has for this job is just so amazing. Mm -hmm. And the woman is, she's so emotional. She must be on the rag. Right. Do they even Gosh. say on the rag anymore? Is that you just said it? You just there you said go. It. I don't know what the equivalent is anymore, but we get the point. We get the point. When you start to feel this imposter syndrome or feelings of not being good enough, how do you combat that? I'm like going, huh? Hmm. How do I combat mm-hmm. it? I don't think I'm successful at this. I, I do feel this way sometimes. And I guess what I do is do the thing anyway, or try to research it and get better at it. So I really am, you know, competent in a certain area, but this happens to me quite a bit. I mean, people call on me because they expect me to know something and I'm determined to not let people down. That's from another episode where I don't know how to say no, <laughs> but go back to that one. So I want to succeed. I want to be respected in certain areas, but sometimes I, you know, go to bed at night going, gee, I don't know why people are asking me these questions. I don't know the answer. I don't, I'm not qualified. But I guess I'm as qualified as anybody else, you know? I just have to get over myself. Right. And they believe in you more than you believe in you. Yeah. Which is crazy. That's, it shouldn't be that way. I know that. But it is true. So I, mm-hmm. I'm living that day to day. But I know there is such a thing. I'm aware of it. And I try to kind of push past it. I don't work like Dawn works in a office with men and women all day. So she probably sees so many different, you know, dynamics and, and personalities and all that. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. I think for me, it's kind of a couple of things. Sometimes I overcompensate to where I decide I'm, I'm going to be super prepared and look, let, let me be honest. My <laughs> prepared may not even be the scratching of the surface, right? You know, maybe somebody else has done like all these things. Cause I think of people who, you know, some of my downfalls are like, I'm not so knowledgeable with Excel. It's something so stupid that I should be. And I've gotten better over the years, but I've never taken a class. And so I'm like, why don't you just take a class? And then you wouldn't try to like cover up for these inadequate inadequacies. I can't mm-hmm. speak of 
things that maybe aren't super important, but it's those little things that other people know and can do easily and, you know, put together these huge presentations. And here I am like pulling in pictures (laughs) (laughs) on your phone. On my phone. (laughs) Well, I thought, you know, so I think that's what I've told myself, especially this year is just really start to learn the things that make me uncomfortable and Mm -hmm. try to master them. The other thing, and I don't know if it's good or bad, but I really have started to notice little things that kind of come up that I probably wouldn't notice before. And just how, how people address me because I'm a woman or tasks maybe that they give me that they may not approach the same way as they would a man. Now, granted, we're Mm -hmm. all different, right? And Mm -hmm. I know what my strengths are, but I think I'm going to start kind of calling that out. And I haven't done that in the past. I've just kind of accepted it. But yes, let me clap on that. Let me clap for you. (laughs) Because I think it's absolutely true. I think we become comfortable with some things that happen, especially in the workplace, there are things that we allow that we shouldn't. Mm -hmm. But what I've learned is that even in those situations, you have a voice. Mm -hmm. And if you choose not to use it, then you're adding to the situation. You've got to use your voice. You've got to say what you expect. So true. True for the big picture that it's mm going to take a lot of people to do these things consistently to change certain things, Mm -hmm. certain attitudes and, and, you know, conversations that happen in offices all around the world, I guess. But then personally, it's frightening to do that, to be the one to stand up and say something, you know, you don't want to be perceived as that woman in your office Mm -hmm. who's like the crazy person (laughs) or the one that complained. I'll give you an example of something. This is kind of off the track a little bit, but my husband works from home. He's on the phone all day long. And I hear some of the conversations that's going on. You know, there's men and women in the group and and they're all talking and chit-chatting. There's one man in his office that talks about the women in his office. And he always says, well, the girls over here, you know, Ooh, da, 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 da. and then, and then he'll talk about his colleagues who are the men. He'll talk about them and then he'll go back to the girls. <gasps> the girls don't really care about that, you know? And I think hmm, that one little teeny tiny little thing is not helpful. <laughs> yep. They're not his colleagues. They're the girls in the office. They might as well be in little tight sweaters, you know, running around serving coffee. They don't get their respect. And so when they hung up with that call, I said to my husband, did you happen to catch that? Now, he didn't even notice it because it's Mm -hmm. so ingrained in conversations that it's not shocking to me. I was a little shocked that this was just an everyday conversation. But that's one of the things. It's just it's so simple sometimes just a, a comment that would you mind calling me your colleague and not, you know, the girl in the office, I would appreciate that. It might start opening some people's minds a little bit about treating you as an equal. And I know that is kind of off the track of what we're talking about here, but it's hard to be hard to feel confident in a position where you feel like you're just, you're there for the, I don't know, the, 
Mm-hmm. variability in the office we need so many women you know let's fill yeah. it up you know you mean so, girls you mean yeah, so, many so many girls, girls. <laughs> <laughs> but you're dead on because it would really only take one to speak up to make a change I think we we find comfort in the comfortable right so I think what happens to us when we feel comfortable is it keeps you safe So no matter what kind of situation you're in, you're in an office where some man calls your colleagues girls, which is crazy to me. That probably has no idea that he's doing anything wrong. He doesn't. like, what? What do you mean? Exactly. I don't think it was meant as an insult It probably isn't. But for those ladies, they know that if they challenge that, it could make for something that's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Right. Definitely. But- you have to get uncomfortable to make change. When you stay comfortable, all it does is it keeps you safe, but it also keeps you stuck. So mm-hmm. you might be in a situation where you feel, well, I'm not going to say anything, even though it bothers me. Well, that really does keep you stuck in that place until you're willing to challenge it. Yeah. And that's even with yourself. You have to be willing to challenge those things that you do to make you yourself feel comfortable and safe in order to push yourself forward in order to accept that you're great at what you do and that you're not an imposter you may be learning and growing which you should always be doing but you're not an imposter thank you jamie there you're you go. welcome <laughs> i don't I'm feel like do an a imposter. big hug here you're welcome, girl. <laughs> you girls. It's okay if I call you girls, but they can't call you girls. I mean, I, I I agree with everything you guys are saying. And really, it's it starts inside. You have to challenge your insecurities because if you don't, you're just gonna stay in them. And no matter how far you come, they're still gonna play in the back of your head. And sometimes you just have to say, you know what, I'm great. You're very right. I mean, I, I guess the thing is we've all we have all climbed mountains in our personal lives, in our business, mm-hmm. and we should be proud of the things we've done. And you're right, we're always learning, we're always growing. You're not an no. imposter. I'm not an imposter. No, I know you, Cindy. You're the real deal. I'm the real deal. (laughs) I was listening to this guy today. I want to say his name was Gary Henderson. I hope your name is Gary Henderson because (laughs) Gary Henderson is going to get credit for this. And he was talking about being patient with yourself on your journey as well. Mm -hmm. You're not going to come out swinging out the gate. You have to be patient with yourself and One of those things he said you have to do is set the right expectations. So you're not going to go out necessarily and tell people you're a brain surgeon until you're ready to make that incision, right? So we can go out and tell people where you are. It is okay to do that. And as far as the fake it till you make it, it'll, it'll take you only so far. But don't pretend to be what you're not because people will call you on that. It's okay to tell people where you are in your journey. I don't see that there's anything wrong with that. I have a challenge for you too. Let's do it. Ready? Okay. We have a podcast that we do not share that often. 
You're right. Because we're all kind of like embarrassed to say, hey, we're, we're doing something that we're really proud of here because it seems maybe a little too grand. I am, and I'm challenging myself as much as anybody else to post it, share it, promote it this week. Let's do it. And really just... I mean, we're making a fool of ourselves for nobody, right? We got to get it out there to our friends. Exactly. <laughs> nobody. We have two thousand people listening. I don't know who you folks are, but God bless you. You <laughs> know, you. and you know, I will tell you right now that before I got online, my friend Kelly, hey Kelly, you get a shout out. Asked me why I haven't told her that I had a podcast. <laughs> I have known Kelly since high school. <laughs> that is and she well. was, why have you not told me this? And I said, I really just haven't told anyone. But you know what? You're right, Cindy. And I accept that challenge. Good. Because I think what we're doing and what we're trying to do is encourage people to do things differently and to encourage people just to do what it is that you're wanting to do. And if we don't put it out there, then yeah, we're missing the mark. Yes. So we're, we're going to do it. You folks find something that you're kind of holding back on and do something to promote it, whatever it may be personal or professional. Let your family and friends know what you're doing, the, the amazing things that you're doing, because it's going to make you feel good too. So on that note, folks... I'd like to end with just a little quote to wrap it up. And I think it, it, it really does embody what we, we just talked about. And it's what holds you back is not what you are. It's what you think you aren't. So you be that podcaster and that brain surgeon or whatever, and just do it. Just do it. Just do it. That should be an ad for sneakers. I think that's a great idea. Let's tell somebody about it. <laughs> well, you right, guys, ladies, thank ladies you not so girls, much. you have a, a great evening. <laughs> have Kiddos. a good one, everybody. <laughs> have a great week, you guys. All right, take care. Bye. Right, bye. bye. love our challenges and to this one I say bring it on. This week we are encouraging you to tackle your self-doubt and that nagging feeling of imposter syndrome. If you have a business that you need to promote or if you have been holding yourself back from affecting change at your workplace, go for it. Replace those feelings with self-assuredness self-confidence, and self-trust. Embrace your greatness. Have a great week.